They be like, what it be like, like, you already know what it is. It's your boy, Kevin Like My Way. This is Cutting the Noise, Growing Through Conversation. And today we got a special guest, my homie, my boy, Jamar Allen. I'm going to let this brother tell you a little bit about himself because he got so much going on. Not only is, a, is he a husband, a father, a man of God, but this dude got business. He entrepreneur. He's an artist. That means he's in the creative people. So you know how these creative cats get, they a little different. <laughs> but it's all about perspective. So let's get into it. What's going on, Jamal? What's going on, sir? What's going Ain't on, going on. It, man. man, I really appreciate you being able to make it out today, uh, you know, as we do. Um, what we're going to try to focus on today is foundation, spiritual foundation and living a life of fulfillment. Absolutely. But before we start, can, we tell, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Um, I'm Jamar Allen. Yeah. I am a creative, and I and I use the term creative because you don't want to be a musician because you realize your creativity come out in everything. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, I will change my living room around ten times a week. <laughs> um, it's probably a little ADHD or something, but um, but yeah, I'm a creative. Um, also own a uh, shipping company and uh, apparel design. So I'm a. I like to like. I, I learned a new term and I, I created it in a meeting and I come to the conclusion, Calvin, that I'm just a business doula. You know, mm. they got the doula people okay. who help birth babies. <laughs> like, I'm a serial. If anybody, if you ever tell me you're interested in something, right. I'm going to invest in you. Like, if I got connection with you, any kind of right. relationship with you, even if I don't know you, like, I want to see people win. Right. So I always partner up with, with entrepreneurship, but um, with entrepreneurs or people who, who got concepts. So, um, and I, I love seeing people go from uh, I didn't necessarily think I could do it mm-hmm. to me stepping in and helping them and just seeing the creativity come oh, up. So I, I love that part. Just to know you just kind of chimed in and, and help help somebody build and create right. something they saw in their head. So yeah, so I, I just whatever is out there. If if you pass, I ain't got to know nothing about it. <laughs> I ain't got nothing, but I'm a, I'm gonna jump in with you. Right, right. Like a podcast, anything. I'm gonna be like, hey, like you start talking about it. I'm gonna go look up stuff to try and enhance it. I'm not just gonna bring that idea to you. Right. I'm gonna bring the resources too. Ooh. Like yo, like some people got great ideas, but they don't they don't move or mm-hmm. great advice, but it's it's nothing behind it. Right. So um, so that's my goal, man. Just to to keep moving like that stay a part of stuff that's right. growing man that's amazing i don't uh, even know if that's a what you do title ain't no title hey, but i told you ain't no title business do, do what is it what doula is it? doula doula business doula that's what yeah birthing birth greatness greatness yeah. man see now i can relate to that on so many different levels sure. now, I, ain't, I ain't i wouldn't call myself a doula <laughs> <laughs> but uh i i really where well, i find my fulfillment jumping topics here mm-hmm. is and seeing people grow as well I, I i like to identify myself more as the teacher aspect i love to give information and see or, or plant those seeds and see it come to birth you know what i mean yeah and I, you know i noticed it about you so so the, the time we had hung out like the right, Thanksgiving right. thing, i was like yo dude's hilarious i had no idea he was hilarious <laughs> great vibe of energy and then you go like you ask somebody on social media you start to see what they post and it's like I never even knew that aspect. Right. I always heard that you was like real, like intelligent, and right. like always. And I was like, oh, okay, like everything problem. And I was like, man, I, I see that, and it's just straight teaching. And I look like that's a that's an energy I'm attracted to. Right, right. Like that's a characteristic I'm attracted to because anybody that can teach me something, or anybody who has a desire to spread that, you know, mm-hmm. any kind of knowledge or anything, I love it, man. I, I love going outside the box too. So, man, I love so to give you give your flowers. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Let me put them in a pot. <laughs> God bless it. But man, that that's this this is really something in general that most individuals male female whatever they have difficulty with is finding what their purpose is or what their passion is uh and and i use those terms because that's what most people say i want to find my calling but i i always equate it back to what do you do or what would you like to do if you could get paid for or not get paid for what would continually push and do and, and that would fuel itself right you know what i mean right and and that's why at least in my personal opinion i find that people in the creative they find it faster yeah they yeah. find it faster because in the creative 
myself I, I was a dancer mm. but what yeah yeah man i get down now <laughs> but uh, let's say back might not let me do what i used to <laughs> but you, your boy can still get down be struggling yeah. in the morning like, Lord, get geez, to why did i do that <laughs> of course i'd be broken <laughs> but um no nah, people in the creative man they find it faster because what they do is tangible yeah if that makes sense absolutely you know um they 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 can they can create a song they can they can they can create the the format for the music they can paint the, on the brush they can dance they create a piece mm -hmm. and they can see it yep but a lot of times with other people they'll find themselves working in like the service industry and they can't quite put their finger on what it is that they're passionate sure. about or what their gift is but even in service there it is yeah you know what i mean yeah i, I think i think so I literally just talked to somebody about this like on the way here, mm -hmm. right? And it was like um like my calling, my calling. My, my my thing is the the best way to find it, and this is what I learned, is unplug from society. Yep. Because we've been groomed and taught to like for instance, if you go to like a podcast mm -hmm. or if this is on YouTube and you go and you type in uh podcast da 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 and the list comes up, the first one you're gonna click is the one with the highest amount of views. Right. So we condition to go to larger numbers. Right. We condition to wear and look a certain way. As Whether if that's validation. We, right. So the, the best thing to do is to find a purpose is, man, I, I realize that once you understand that your purpose, the purpose of us being created was to worship, mm. that's the easiest part. Right. I mean, that's the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Then you don't care about what anybody else thinks. Yes. And you start to tap into who you really are and your passion. And I also think society has this condition to think that we're only supposed to do one thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's like uh, I, I was talking earlier. Well, I was preparing for this, actually. And, and I was thinking about why is it that so many people believe that their passion, their calling, what is made to fulfill them is going to be on the job? Yeah. Why? I, I, I don't know. But I also know that that job could fund your passion, there you fund go. your vision. Yes, sir. Like I, when I first started doing music, the mm. dumbest thing I did was quit working. I was like, I'm going <laughs> music full time. And then I realized I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Like I had dope music and dope mm. stuff. I didn't have an agent. I didn't have a marketing plan. Right. I didn't understand sponsorships. Um, I didn't have a vision. I just had a passion for it. Mm. And I knew I didn't want to work a nine to five. Right. Then I had to pay for studio time. Mm -hmm. Then I had to do this. Uh -oh. To, oh, you need a CD cover. Oh, it's going to cost money to upload it to these distribution <laughs> platforms because you don't have a distribution deal. So it's like, you know, so it's like, it's like you, how supposed to do this? yeah. And then you realize like, yo, like you, you might have a bad. So I told someone, I said, my dream job, if I'm honest, mm -hmm. like as I'll be 40 this summer, mm -hmm. my dream job would be to be a cashier. Mm. It's it's low. It's not demanding. Right. I get to see people. I see a different person every time they come through. And I, it's like interaction. I get to talk to people. You got the ability to change somebody's day. Oh, well, and wow. to me, that's fulfilling to me. Right, right, like right. Customer service, like just generally meeting people and doing things with people. But I also realized that that didn't pay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that ain't going to take care of no kids that's trying to get braids every day. No. Kids, mm -hmm. Or no wife that like coach, you Ooh. know, and different things. So, <laughs> so it's like. So know, I got I, I got to find something else. See, look, so you got to, <laughs> so I'm going to do this on a weekend, but I got to find something during the week. But um, right, right. I think that's a challenge too, just unplugging from society and the norms of what people expect. You mm. know, like, yeah, I, I know you expect this from me, but this is who I am and I'm, I'm going to grow over time. Right. I'm going to grow. Give me, give me time. I'm going to grow. But, you know, just find, find out what you like, what you love. Do it. You're going to do multiple things because every vision needs provision. Mm -hmm. you know and every idea like needs resources right, right, so right. don't depend on nobody else to do it because if i'm depending on you to fund my dream and mm -hmm. my calling and my purpose <laughs> i gotta make you happy all the right. time because you taking care of things if you mad you cut the you cut the water off then oh. what i'm gonna drink so <laughs> let's say and now the creative is gone <laughs> yeah you have no you can't create nothing 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 because now you're worried closed. about trying to get that turned back on because that door closed mm. so yeah hey so so Let's, I'm gonna step back just a little bit. So, whenever before you found your passion, before you found worship, before mm -hmm. you got your relationship with God, can you give us a little insight on the who Jamal was and the journey it took to where you are today? I was a drug dealer. I was a. I was a. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. 
but I, I understood people mm-hmm. so I could manipulate situations right, right, to work right, for right, right. Um, That was my gift because I, I was, I've been on my own since I was 13. Mm-hmm. In the summer of turning 14 and the summer of going to the ninth grade, I was on my own. Mm-hmm. So you go from eighth grade where you big fish, little pond yeah. to little fish, big pond. Right. And then it's like now I'm by myself too. So you learn how to survive. Mm-hmm. So I was a survivor. Right. I did whatever I had to. Now I wasn't a savage. I wasn't one of these people who go out here with like an AK and just be like, right. get off my block. Nah. But I knew how to build a relationship with people so I could get what I needed for a yeah. better price. I knew how to build trust with people so I could get what I needed. You knew I was coming back with it. You know what I'm saying? So um prior to prior to coming to Christ, and I was just a survivor. I look back, I was just a survivor. Mm. Like I knew how to I knew how to stay alive. Right. Like that's just yeah. I knew how to get somewhere and thrive and be super comfortable and if the situations change I could just adjust. Yeah. You know, and um yeah, so prior to that, like that's it. I, I was a hustler, man. I was I was extremely active in um gang activity. Um moved up really fast in that mm-hmm. in that world and um but you know, I learned really quick that that just wasn't my heart. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's kinda like I guess that's why I attract the Nipsey hustle so much. Like right, 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 right. you could tell that he had great character. He just grew up in a culture where, you know, that's the life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you still steady trying to pull away from this, but you sitting right in the midst of it. So um yeah, man, that's that was me before him, man. I just I loved women. Like I loved that the idea of affection and mm-hmm. this this false sense of relationship. Right, right, like right. you know how that go, like yes, sir. And, it's, and it, I struggle with that, but I, it just consumed me and, and just that life, you know, the, the life of just being guided by my flesh. Right. So, yeah, that's who I was before before coming to Christ. And that. what was the catalyst? What was that that turned everything around? I attempted suicide in December of 2013, mm-hmm. I think, and um, didn't have any insurance, right? So they the people who sponsored my mental health thing were like an indian reservation Mm. thing where they would help people periodically i got sent out to king's mountain north carolina just outside of charlotte and that's when my life changed for the first time ever now my mom was an evangelist so i knew religion right i knew church Mm. but that was the first time i ever heard the voice of god right so i'm sitting in this place and this guy, the only only African American uh, guy that was worked in, it was a staff of all uh, people. Um, but he was only, and he looked at me and he was like, "What you doing here?" Mm. And I remember people asking me that because I struggle with <laughs> mental health, depression. I've been in facilities, been locked up. You know, people always, "What you doing here?" I was like, "Man, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's my life is out of control. I don't know what's going on." And that was. That was my moment. Mm. And uh, he spoke life into me. And that was the first time anybody ever spoke affirmations over me. Like, you're strong, you're smart, right. you this, you that. You know, and I, he's like, yo, did I, you know, he's like, just talking to me. And um, I sat in a room on a bed um, in some flip-flops, you know, the, the hospital issue flip-flops. Yeah. And um, I heard God say, like, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Mm. Now, when you walk out of here, give you opportunity but it's gonna it's gonna your life is in the balance right so he was like you can either choose to serve me or i just let you go and i, I kind of felt looking back now it kind of looked like i know he says grace is sufficient it's like i i kind of felt like i was running out yeah like he was just kind of covering me and it's like and um, that's when i heard the voice of god man and he, and he told me he loved me and he told me that i mattered and he gave me a vision for my life and that was it Man. That was it, and it wasn't no sit on the floor, Jesus, Hallelujah. <laughs> it wasn't no twenty-two night revival, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, however, but all yeah. that stuff I had been to, right. but I had to really get to a point to where I realized that, like, like man, like this ain't me. Like right. this, like I'm not in control. Like I, I don't, I don't have access to what happens moving forward. So I need to trust the person who does. And I didn't, I didn't know. Him. I didn't believe in it. Right. I went to church, but I also know my mom was an evangelist, but she also put us out as teenagers. Uh, so it's like, I don't want that God y'all got, you yeah. know? So you really atheist. Like you don't mm. believe in God. Like, yeah. no. So I, I hated the concept and the idea of church and religion and I couldn't stand it. So yeah, that was the, the turning point for me when I was like, oh, he's real and I can talk directly to him. Right. Hmm. You know, <laughs> like it's like, yeah. so this how this works. All right, bet. So 
Yeah. Not not to go down a rabbit hole, but we might have to come back. <laughs> Just remember who we are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My bad, people. <laughs> but um, not really, man. And listening to that, it what I heard in short was I was growing up. I was living mm-hmm. and I heard about this church thing, mm-hmm. but it was intangible. Mm-hmm. And once it became tangible, everything changed. That's when that's when life changed for me. So there's, there's this this idea that uh we should have blind faith or that we should believe and you know you should know and you, you, you should believe and just 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 walk and walk and walk walk by faith, walk by faith, walk yeah. by faith. But I'm 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 at a the, the thought process or the philosophy that at some point we got to get past the faith and we got to get to know one. Is it? You know, um, it? I feel like faith is, you know, something that is always there or ever present, mm-hmm. but at some level in said relationship, mm-hmm. we should know a thing. Absolutely. You know, and once we know that thing, can't nobody rock it. Can't nobody shake it. Yeah. And, and I think that's what, and I think what, what, um, his name started with an L. I can't remember it, but I think that's what that guy in that facility did for mm. me in Kings Mount. It was discipleship in the simplest form. So it's like trust God, but I'm like, how do I trust somebody I don't know? Mm. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quote unquote stepfather, right? Right. I, I wanted them to trust the vision I had for the family, but they didn't know me. Right. After they got to know me and they realized, ah, oh, we can trust him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then it became easy, and I think right. that's where a lot of things go wrong. It's one of my favorite songs like, uh, about Molly Music. He says, they say just have faith, but what does that mean? And that was like a big thing for me. It's like, you got to have faith in God. I'm like, what does it even look like? <laughs> you know, like, what does having faith in God look like? I don't even trust my my wife. Right, you know, right, you know right, people, right. I don't trust my husband. You know, people be in these weird yeah. places. I'm supposed to trust somebody I don't see, and y'all just got a whole bunch of stories about them. Yeah. But it was an encounter that changed mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I had the ability for somebody to teach me, like, this is how he feels about you. And then I was able to see it. It changed my perspective. So, yeah. So I oh, feel you man. on that. For so sure. One, one conversation. Yep. Change everything. Yep. I love that. Um, yep. I thought it was on silence, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> there we go. So where well we i think through all that we covered uh where did you meet god <laughs> okay <laughs> we covered that one. i tend to do that right. uh, <laughs> what does your relationship with god change how you how does your relationship in god with god change the way you integrate engage with other people and because like the more you start looking at people as souls hmm. you start looking at them as potential hmm. like it's like you don't look at there now because I realized he wasn't looking at my now because Ooh, technically I was worthless sitting there. Yep. Like he gave me life. I tried to take it myself. Right. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Right. I was a, I was a adulterer. I was a fornicator. I was abusive. I was a, a hustler. Destroyed my community with things I put out there. Like I had no real value to bring to, from my perspective, right, right, most right. perspective, I had no real value to bring to kingdom, but he saw, he saw that potential. So with how he dealt with me and how he loved me, I've learned to love people the same. Now that's a that's a that takes growth. Yes, like it, it does. It's a gradual. This idea that we just get saved and everything changes. All of a sudden, just boom, like <laughs> fairy dust fall out the sky. And <laughs> you don't fly. curse no more. And you don't get an attitude no more. And oh yeah, you're so patient and understanding. Yeah. You got your voice is like James Earl Jones. Absolutely, <laughs> it's just, it's just, and it's, that's that's just un, it's just unreal. It's unrealistic. Right. I don't think that's the expectation that mm. he has for us. But it changed how I looked at people because I realized too that God's timing isn't our timing. Mm. You know, there are things that He wants other people to experience. Right. We want them to hurry up and get better. Mm-hmm. He wants them to appreciate the process. Right. You know, and. um so it, it definitely changed how I look at people. I started looking through his lens, mm. which is like my Instagram handle is the lens crafter. <laughs> so I'm not trying to change you. I just want to change how you look at things. Right. And if you if I can change how you look at things, then boom. You know. That that's beautiful, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. And and the the change of a perspective changes everything. Yep. You know, there's one meme that comes to mind. 
and it's like a a, a person at the top person at the bottom mm-hmm. and they're both looking at what looks like a six from our perspective mm-hmm. but they're arguing over what is it. Mm-hmm. one person sees a six another one sees a nine yeah but they're arguing about <laughs> each same. other based off yeah. of perspective, perspective. that's it perspective the same meme i see was like a prince andrew or something the top the top one he's um he's like flipping people off mm-hmm. but then from another angle He's like waving and it's just the positioning of his fingers. Right. And they're like, oh, he's like flipping people. He's like, nah, it's just change, change perspective. In your perspective. Perspective. And that's everything. Yep. And 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 that's in a nutshell. We can wrap this up and fix all the problems in the world right here, yep. right now. Yep. Um, <laughs> if different sides, different organizations, different affiliations, mm-hmm. uh party lines mm-hmm. would honor different perspectives yep and and give people said grace mm-hmm. in their perspective yep. not to not to discredit anyone's journey or For what sure. their life is going through or, or or things they've experienced but to give them grace and enough information to possibly change their perspective yep here's a here's the thing I, I i think i posted this the other day i said you can be extremely passionate about something and still be wrong absolutely and I think that's a fear mm-hmm. a lot of us have is what mm-hmm. if what we've been taught, what if right. what we know, what we feel, and maybe we ain't even been taught, we just mm-hmm. kind of adopted concepts from people and everything. What if what we've been taught just mm-hmm. isn't the truth? Yeah. Or what if it's an altered truth? Right. What if what if your perspective on it just, okay, that's that works for you. Yeah. You know, somebody's talking about marketing. We're talking about marketing with apparel and and, and one of my friends has like a food truck and he does like mobile bakery baking and stuff and mm. he was like why are you using shopify or something like that you know they, they charge a fee why don't you use square or something hold on are we plugging these people without endorsements i know right yeah. anyways so why don't you use this, this one different platform. and i said well that works for you because <laughs> right. most of your stuff is in person or it's pre-ordered right my stuff is pre-made we already have a product right mm. Our job is how do we get this to these people? So do we do we sacrifice five bucks to gain sixty that we wouldn't even go. have seen? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm like, so that works for me, but that might not work for it, but yeah. it's all perspective. But it was like a heated debate, and I'm like, hey, it just there's, works for you. Yeah, like that that no works for you. We're in two different industries. That mm-hmm. works. So yeah, man. So that's the same thing. It just perspective. And that's respecting it. That's it, man. Like the idea that only one person can be right you know i have to be right i have to be right there's no way that i'm gonna let you be right i'm right most time people don't even listen to understand they just listen to reply yep as and i and i Uh. i heard i heard somebody say um there's a difference between being heard Mm -hmm. and being seen So like it's like talking about relationships, but it works in all relationships. It really does. I can hear what you got to say, but do I see you? Mm. Do I see your perspective, and do I value what's coming out of your mouth? Right. And that's been my demise in a lot of situations. I, I can be honest. It's like my pride has been like, Are you gonna talk to me like that? Right. right or right, so right. so so. Are you talking? And I'm listening through that lens of offense and yeah. defense and different things like that. But yeah, like I I've I've struggled with that. You know, being independent and on your own a lot. You rely on yourself. Absolutely. In, in your head. Yeah, 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 Even yeah, though yeah, God yeah. is definitely. Right, right. But you rely on yourself and your opinions and, and how you move. Things. What kept you alive this far? Absolutely. You got trying to transition from surviving to living. Mm. So, yeah, for sure. Man. Now, is there anything that you would do different upon your journey if you could go back? Just eat better. I don't I don't negate any of my experiences. Right. Like I've learned to appreciate because I've learned so so much, man. Mm. I, I used to be so mad at my parents. Right. Like, oh my daddy was here. Daddy was just the older I got and we started having a relationship mm-hmm. and I swallow my pride and I initiated it. I realized that he didn't have a positive male figure in his Right. Life. So he did the best he could with what he had. Right. Right. My mom, same way. She did the best she could. With the, with the circumstance she made the best decision she she felt like she was making right and so i don't negate any of like the experiences and things I, I just wish i ate better so i could 
live longer. I know that's right. <laughs> I'm just like, but I'm like, that's the only, my only regret is what I put inside my body. Mm-hmm. Now, all this, all this other stuff, I can change how I look at things. Yeah. I can change the pain. I'm in therapy. And, you know, you, you figure things out. You, mm-hmm. can, you can change that. But, man, I can talk to someone. I can, and I feel like you're the same way. We can walk in a room and be able to connect with anybody in that room. Right. From the CEO to the dude parking the car. Yes, sir. Because of our experiences in life. I, I wouldn't change it. No. I wouldn't change it. And that's the thing about most people or what all of us have to come to grips with is everything that we went through makes us who we are. Absolutely. So without going through said trauma, yep. not to say that it was okay or that whoever did or hurt whoever right. was right, but whatever you went through created who you are today. Yep. And from those lessons, it makes you stronger. Yep. If you... Absolutely. Take the lesson in that Absolutely. <laughs> situation. Absolutely. It, it takes a while to get there, though, mm-hmm. to be able to get the perspective of, let me appreciate this, this trial. Right. And uh, you got to make sure your circle is mature enough right. to, to help groom you to get to that place, too, because you could be trying to think like that, but everybody like, pull you and you like having self pity. Who was me? Yeah. The guy's like, boy, you survived. Come on. Let's so you still stop here. somebody else from being like, it. Right. You already know what it is. It's your boy Calvin Light, and it's time to pay these bills. If you haven't heard of Anchor by Spotify, well, let me tell you, it's the easiest way for you to make your very own podcast. Everything you need in one place, let me explain. It's got all the tools for you to do your own podcast right from your phone, or you can get a little fancy on your computer. Anchor also distributes your podcast on all platforms, everywhere from Spotify, Apple Podcasting, and so many other places. And it has all the tools in one place. And guess what? It's totally free. So what do you got to do? Go to your app store, find Anchor app. That's A-N-C-H-O-R, Anchor app. Download and get your voice out there. Or you can go to anchor.fm and get started today. Get your voice out there. Be heard. Chill. All right, so we're back. And we're going to focus a little bit more on the concept of spiritual foundation. So, I don't really want to make this a questionnaire, an interview right here. For sure. Okay. <laughs> so, foundation, man. Spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. How do you define it? That's a good question. And I saw that that was a question. <laughs> and I said, you know, so, all right. So, I'll be completely transparent with you. If you'd have asked me that question a year ago, mm-hmm. I'd have a solid answer. Right, 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 right. But, in my pursuits of the truth mm-hmm. and, and, and what does it look like without what I've been taught. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still understanding that. Right. I believe in God. I believe in sacrifice to son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in all that stuff. But I, I, I also um, I also feel like religion plays such a huge part in and molding me mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm trying to unlearn and relearn something. Absolutely. So I, I'm, some, some habits and some quirks I have is, is just trying to unlearn and relearn. But the foundation is I, I feel like it's it's whatever you stand on. It's mm-hmm. whatever whatever um whatever powers your moral compass. Mm-hmm. You know? So whatever helps you make better decisions. And I got a friend that's that's Muslim. He's one of the most genuine, sincere yes, sir. people I ever met in my life. I was almost like, boy, boy what, what are they teaching all over there? <laughs> you know, like, right. but he's just, he's one of the most genuine people. Right. I think that's just what it is. Whatever, whatever powers in the conversation. And like that. Yeah. So. See, I, I agree with you. 100%. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, because it's like, most people, as you said a couple years ago, it, it, it being in, in this scenario, um, most people' spiritual foundation is always equated to 
some kind of religious structure. Yeah. Um, and my myself, as we talked about in the last segment, uh, what you were speaking of, where you grow up in the church, mm-hmm. but you really don't know, mm-hmm. right? Um, I grew up uh, pretty much Baptist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, we, we, we love the, we love our choir singing, right? Uh, <laughs> Lord, where we going this Sunday? How they choir, uh, <laughs> right? And then uh, around fifth grade, my mom and dad ended up getting married, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad ended up turning. Mormon, mm-hmm. and I I followed my pops, mm-hmm. and I was Mormon, mm-hmm. so I got I got I got a background there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they some different folks. Wow. They some different yeah. folks, bro. Um, and after three four years running that path, uh, I did they they do something like whenever you're in uh, after you graduate high school before you go to college mm-hmm. that you uh, become a missionary. So you have an eighteen-year-old missionary. The people on the bikes. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Okay. White tee, white white button down, white button down khakis and down. pants on a bicycle. Yeah. If you're looking into the future and saw me riding a bike, you would think that was me. <laughs> but um, I'm all riding. But no, um, and, and I wasn't feeling that. <laughs> so now I got to where I can be on my own. I kind of left church. Because I didn't want to go on a mission. Why? What was wrong with it? I'm going to get there. So okay. <laughs> let me go down this rabbit hole. We'll be back <laughs> right after this. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I, after that, I, I got out of church. I started being uh, inward, <laughs> living my worst life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> living my worst life. I ain't going back and forth with y'all. <laughs> um, but no, we I, I was out there in these streets, man. Yeah. Uh, I I was probably the best person in my bad group. If that's if that's a plus. Uh I was the best person in my bad group. Uh you gotta you gotta take you, 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 you gotta find something good about this, right? But no, nah, man. <laughs> it, 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 that, that's that's how that's how I used to equate myself. I used to always compare myself to the people that I was around. And I was always, as long as I'm not as bad as this person or that person, hey, I'm good. I'm doing pretty decent. Um, so, yeah, we did the whole drinking thing. I ain't never smoked. That was my thing. Um, I can go down a whole nother story on why I don't. <laughs> and it is terrible. <laughs> but uh, I never got into that. But did, did the drinking thing, partying thing, women, women, women. Um, and I was very, very mean person. Uh, at times it comes out now. Uh, I'm an a-ho. Mm-hmm. I, I like the joke. I like to crack jokes, but back then I liked to hurt feelings. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I, and I took pride and the ability to do it to your face. Cause one thing that always irks me and it still does to this day is people that talk about people behind their back. I will say it to your face. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, so I was out there in these streets being just as ignorant and dumb as I wanted to be, having as much quote unquote fun. Yeah. Um, and if I get around some of those folks from back in the day, it will always come up. You remember when? Yeah. You remember yeah. when? Yeah. Um, but after my then girlfriend, I was. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Um, thank you, baby. Yes, but uh, she she got pregnant uh, before we got married, and that's what changed my life. Yeah. And I said, "Dang, no way in the world I can do this whole daddy thing with the information I got now." Yeah. I, I had my father in my life all my life, but my dad had his dirt too. Yeah. And and I said, "I, I got to do better than this." Yeah. So I went to the source. So I got in the got in Bible for myself. We did started doing Bible studies at the house, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Thinking back, I, everything I did in my house back then. But uh, started doing Bible studies. This is before Jay was born. He's about to be thirteen this year. Yeah. But um, man, we 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 got in the Word, and things changed overnight. Man. Yeah. It it's it's crazy looking back. But um, it changed so quick, and I was reading and studying so much. Mm-hmm. That I remember the first sermon I, I, I preached. Listen, 
preach. You preach, right? And deliver one. Yes. I preached a sermon to my, my boys and my, my little my little trailer I was staying in mm-hmm. called How Many Homies Do You Got in Hell? Oh, wow. And this is after several of our homeboys had been, you know, killed uh, mm-hmm. various ways and um, some car accidents and, you know, yeah. the streets, you know. But um, this, this, this sermon I, I spoke was How Many Homies You Got in Hell? And I went through like scripture, like, you know, testimony pretty much about, you know, we all live a life. And every time we go to a funeral, we hear, I know he's in a better place or they're in a better place. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and once we really start taking a, a note for accountability for said life, we start to question how many friends do I really have that's in hell? Uh, and this is not passing judgment on anybody that may be listening to this podcast. I ain't saying that your child or your daughter or your friend or your brother or my homie or my fan is in hell. But everybody can be everybody. Yeah, I know. Uh, if, if the prize is a prize, I means somebody didn't get somebody, the prize. Somebody is always <laughs> <laughs> somebody. But uh, I mean, I remember I did this little sermon, man. And so they 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 seem to be perceptive. What mm-hmm. a lot of these came back. To the <laughs> <laughs> it was like yo, exit stage like, yo, my boy is out here. But uh, you on that now? Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but they showed me what it was at. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, some of my homies, you know, they they still stay in contact most of them, and a lot of the brothers they found in their own way or they living the best mm-hmm. life that they possibly can and I'm happy for growth. Yeah. Um but at that time, brothers won't trying to hear that. But of course not. No, nobody is. Nobody yeah, do, you, do you think it's harder to witness to people who grew up with you? Absolutely. You it was yeah. like Jesus said uh, a prophet not only and 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 it was evident Ain't yeah. you married boy? Yeah. Ain't you yeah. <laughs> No, that Joseph, your daddy ain't <laughs> Uh, I know you. Get out of here. I used to babysit you. But uh, man, it, it's it's crazy because through all that that time, that journey, uh, going through, I still found myself in a position where I was like, "I'm on the right path." Mm-hmm. So what I did, I started studying, just like I studied. Mm-hmm. I started looking into. Nation of Islam. Yeah. I started looking to Islam, mm-hmm. Buddhism, mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Uh, is it uh, Judaism. Yeah. Uh, started looking at Catholicism, and it kind of threw me for a loop, and I went down another rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, yeah. <laughs> next one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so so. I went on this crazy rabbit hole, this journey, and I come to realization for me myself. And I, and you, you gonna learn this about me? I don't never put, I don't put stuff on God. Mm-hmm. A lot of people coming up. The Lord told me to tell you. The Lord told me you, you were supposed to. The Lord said, I don't do that. And when it's me, I let you know. Nah, see, hold up, this, this ain't you. This ain't Jesus. This ain't Jake. This is me right here. I'm gonna cut it off. Hey, mm-hmm. it's me right here. Okay. And when I hit you with this, it's me right here. It's really me. This is based off my experience, what I've been through. And hey, this is, this is just me. I feel like my relationship with God grew more questioning than it ever did sitting in the pews when I was 12, 13, 14. You know, and that is the 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 foundation for me personally. My spiritual foundation is the journey. Oh, that's beautiful. That's factual. Because I, I think you know, like I always find it interesting when people don't tell the, the story that part of the testimony that you told about where they were. Right. And they want this image of like so. I don't, don't want to talk to you because nah. I'm going to feel judged. Right. And, and then it's like, too, like, I mean, say we overcome a lot of 
running home with my testimony. Yes. If you don't have a testimony that, that resonates with me, and, and maybe it doesn't work for everybody, but if you don't say, yo, like, I've, I've dabbled in all this stuff, I've looked, I've learned, I've seen some stuff, you can't have a conversation with me about all this stuff just as a human being, it's going to be hard for you to reach your spirit. Huh. You know, and, and, I, and I think that's the, the benefit of, of us having gone out of passion with that. Right. That's the benefit of it, right. is that when it comes to reaching the lost, the lost are where we were. Yeah. So I, I can't go to a neighborhood I'm not familiar with and, and go find people and tell them how to get somewhere. They ask me for directions in the middle of Cleveland. I, all I know is seven. <laughs> I know, right. I know right. if, I, if I make enough left turns, I'm in a window. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, I can't, I can't guide you out of anywhere. I have to through and have mm. navigate through somewhere. I have to be. You right. know, and, um, and, I, and I think too, like the idea of like, you you looking for information and learning about this stuff, like the idea of that, mm -hmm. but that gives for us that gives us reassurance, right? You know, when you find out like, this is the truth, mm -hmm. well, maybe it wasn't communicated, right? You know, the right way, but mm -hmm. I can find the truth. I mean, religion looks at that and says that's evil. Yeah, you're not even supposed to look. Oh, at don't you dabble? Don't but you look over there? Know, you know, you go look. You gotta go. You gotta research, and you gotta find things. So yeah. So I feel like, in a sense, it's almost taking a scientific approach yep. to life. Yep. You know, you, you gotta ask questions. Mm -hmm. You gotta do an experiment. You gotta test. You gotta you gotta check some things out. Why do you think people are so afraid of questions? Like so many leaders and stuff are so afraid of questions. I think I, I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are afraid to say I don't know. That's it. Or let or let. It's Sunday, mm -hmm. so let me let me let me have an answer for you by Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I won't. yeah. that's a really that's a really good question. Let me let me. I want to give you the right answer. I don't know the right answer right now. I don't follow a leader like that. Yeah. You ain't gotta always know everything. Because <laughs> you're human. <laughs> yeah, you're human. Yeah. See, see myself, brother. Um, I I'm gonna say, Lord, <laughs> I know y'all listen. I know folks listen. Please don't take. This is just me being me, okay? I don't need no preacher. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it like that. The only reason that I personally go to church mm -hmm. is for my wife. Yep. My wife and my kids. Because I, and, and this ain't saying I got to figure it out. This ain't saying I don't know it all. Because right, right. I'm not saying that. Right. Listen to what I'm saying. I have studied so much scripture. And I have chased and I read, I've looked, and I have life experience to back me. Yeah. Can't nobody shake me on the the Lord ain't real. Get out of my face. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what gets most people is complex thinking and critical thinking. Mm -hmm. I was born for that. Yeah. I was raised yeah. in that. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Man, I was just, raised in this that. Is natural. I, I, I literally love going as deep as we can possibly right. get. I love getting in the scripture. I love us busting out our Bibles, yep. physical Bibles. Yep. Okay. <laughs> physical Bibles. And if we if we got the electronic, we got to have the uh, the interlinear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that we can see what these words yeah. really see, mean. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I see, once we start digging like that, that's when I'm eating. I'm eating deep. But see, when we do Sunday and Bible studies, nine times out of ten, we ain't going to do Structurally, Structurally, how how you do it mm -hmm. and how we do it is is essentially how Christ did it. Right. Like he he, he, would, he would witness to you, mm -hmm. he he would you, teach you, and send you. Mm -hmm. Right. I think a lot of times because a lot of you know leadership are not in true positions of power anywhere else, mm -hmm. they feel like they have to have this is their only platform ah. for their heard and respected. Right. Right. Because they don't have any identity, because they, they don't have, you know, it goes back to like knowing who you are mm -hmm. and, and really like, truly having that confidence. I think that's where a lot of people struggle when it turns people off to faith, yeah. you know, to the faith, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, um, but I, I think that's that's the key to it, like, home church. Mm -hmm. Like, we have so much building funds and trying to pay the rent here and pay the rent this building and do all this other stuff. And at the end of the day, like, if you were doing true discipleship, then maybe we meet once or twice a month. Yeah. You know, and share perspectives and maybe maybe it is somebody wiser than me. Like, oh, okay, all right, cool. And I take that back to my people. Mm -hmm. I don't think we get a lot of time or we're not trusted 
mm. to take it back to our people. Mm. Kind of like the Kobe thing. Right. It's like, Kobe, why are you pass the ball? You don't trust your teammates? I trust them. I just trust myself a little bit more. Because mm. I know the work I put in. <laughs> so you just trust in you, but it's like you got you to gotta build that rapport mm. and that character with somebody else to trust them to go out. That's the type of thing. That's why you never really peak 20 numbers. Mm. That's why you get to 100 and you stop. Right. So and you're looking at these numbers and it's like, yeah, you are you are you creating disciple? Mm. Are you creating follow, true follow? Right. So yeah, absolutely. And this and, and two, I think the reason that I have this mindset, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. like that, is because of going back looking at like Judaism, mm-hmm. um, Islam in some respects. Mm-hmm. But Catholicism, for sure, mm-hmm. is the barrier. The, the barrier between God and man that's created by said leader. You know, and and, okay. and, and, and it's not, and I'm not saying this is just me, okay? It's just me. <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, various churches are in this picture. Mm-hmm. But I ain't saying that various churches ain't in mm-hmm. said picture. But I'll uh, there's certain ones that take the same spirit of these entities mm-hmm. and put themselves as a barrier between man and God. When the scripture teaches it's relationship. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta teach you that. That's 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 what the leaders for. That's what the the priest is for. The high priest, the uh, whoever. That's what they're for. Is so that. Oh, I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to be the middleman. I'm going to give you the introduction, and now you can move forward. You need any help? You need any help? I got you. And as I always correlated back to flesh life on the streets, it was like that homeboy who knew where to get it from, Mm. but he knew he was shaving a little bit at the top. He was taxing an extra couple hundred dollars. He, what? Why you just don't introduce me to him? Oh, man. I can't. I can't. I can't. You mess with people like that. <laughs> and then you see a dude out of the bar or something be like, yo, oh, snap. He's like, what's good? He's like, oh, yeah, all right. I'm going to see stuff like that. He's like, yeah. But it's like, ah, like you want people like, if I'm, if I'm a true, true in business, it's mm-hmm. the same thing, same, uh, you know, the same thing the spiritual world. I want to see you proud of each other. So that it's, and that's how I live by building like employment. Mm. You build up in the world, send them fire, send them out. Ooh. Oh, I don't need you here. What I want to preach to 5,000 people in each other. Mm. Hey, y'all got something to do? <laughs> hey, y'all got saying, somebody else to talk to? That's what I'm saying. Like, if, something, if what I'm saying is effective, why do I want to do, do this? Why, why do I want y'all here to make me say, should you be doing what I'm doing? Mm. Yeah, that, so, that's it, man. That's it. And, and, and I think that really is the foundation. Mm-hmm. True. That that true relationship, that true grind, that true digging deep, and that true deployment. Yep. You know what I mean? Building a relationship with individuals, introducing them, and then deploying them out. Like that's the foundation. And and thinking back, we're really just using putting it in a different context. Our first first ministry is supposed to be our home anyway. Is that not yes. the same depiction? <laughs> yes. It's the same picture, right? Yes. We got to raise them up. Yes. We got to show them the yes. way. Yes. Guess what? Y'all got to get out too. Yes. <laughs> you know? it, it should not be. I got to call back. Mm. I got to call back. Mm. I got to Because y'all are like many me. Y'all should be able to 
almost think like me. And if, if I'm moving in, 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 in the way that God wants me to move, sure. she had a mindset of, oh, I gotta have compassion. All right, I, I was wrong in that situation. It's a little tense in here. Let's, let's run the Applebee's and talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to you and your wife. Right, right, right. I'm not gonna, I, need to, I need to apologize to my kids. Like, mm -hmm. You know what? I might have been doing something wrong for a little while. Don't try to take advantage of this. <laughs> but I might have been, been moving a little ill. I'm a little bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This, this is what I really want to do. You know, but it's things that you can form a different should be creating people who can, who can function properly. Mm. And I, there's no there's no lane for that. There's nothing set aside. And people have such a big problem with it. Yeah. We're sending you up. You know, and, and that's that's the that's the challenging part. But you know, I think we should give people grace in that too. But yeah. you know, culturally, it just creates like a sense of a sticky situation yeah. where they like call pastor. Pastor said this, and you it's like, ah, you you listening to him? You know, right, right. We mad. We you mad. Know, you know, I, I've heard people say it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My old boy said, "Hey, listen to a pastor over me," and I'm like, "Probably five you know, for one, but." Relationship between a husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, they don't matter. <laughs> they become <laughs> husband and wife. <laughs> Trust, truth, like, like, and, and, and when it comes to God, is having that said truth. Whenever you think of truth, what is the best source to find said truth when it comes to a relationship with God? Gotta be the word. Hmm. Gotta be the word. Gotta be the word. Man, what the translation? Question in the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. really going back and doing my dig, research to dig. see what it is. But yeah, man, so that's the story. That's the foundation for the truth. And uh, we have access to all kinds of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Ain't no excuse to be one or two. No, it ain't. It, it, ain't, it really ain't. You really, because you put your energy and time into whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. So, whatever you have a desire and passion for, you go after that. You'll research it, you'll create it, you'll, whatever, you'll find people who believe in that and look at that perspective the same way. Be the same way with the word, mm. same way with looking for the true truth. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree 100%, brother. And, and, it's, and it's more along the lines, well, speaking of translations, I feel like for, for most new people to the faith, King James Version kind of way. It's hard. Them be, them be best dials. for years. You know, say, who? Who? Who that? He ain't scared by He talking to me or them? You know, uh, <laughs> who are these kids? Yeah, who begat Stephen? Who begat the gentleman? When I found out what what it was to know somebody, <laughs> Lord have mercy! I said he knew how who they went to know each other. How? Say now, now after I read the Bible, I couldn't say. Yeah, I know her. Nah, oh, 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 no, uh, mm, we went to school together. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. No, but 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 I do find it like uh, an easier, digestible translation is best for new beginners uh, and new believers coming in. Uh, message uh, living. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I still like it. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like those, those translations 
kind of give you more of a today's yeah. understanding, yeah. like sentence yeah, structure. You can apply it. Yeah. But uh, me myself, I, I, I like the uh, scripture. I think it's called uh, the Institutional Scripture. Man, man, this thing, <laughs> she, she got. Let me move the microphone real quick. It's in South Africa. Oh, yeah, this, this, this right here, man. When you look it up on the Bible app, mm-hmm. you will find it is. Somebody told me to pay. I think it says like Israel 2009 or something like okay. that. Okay. But in this thing, man, the way it sets up and like the, the way the words are pronounced, it is so, so in depth because it's closer yeah. to the, the, the translation of it being in Aramaic or Hebrew. Right. So so when you pronounce the words, man, it's like, that sound like somebody, yeah. that, sound, <laughs> that sound like a yeah, yeah, put that yeah. name together. Yeah. That, that, that sound almost like Shaquille. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like these names are crazy. See, like the way this one is. Like this is Exodus. Mm-hmm. This is how I see it right here. Gotcha. In Hebrew. So all the names are in Hebrew. Gotcha. Okay. And then like uh, Deuteronomy. Yeah. And then that's. Gotcha. Yeah. But. And then like, where is God? Like the name of God, mm-hmm. you know, people Yahweh. Yeah, yeah. They don't even they don't even try to translate it. They just put it in here like this with the Hebrew samples. I like that, bro. I like that. Yeah. She she's strong though, man. Yeah. But uh, it it ain't as the center structure wise is closer to today's. But with those Hebrew words, like some of the words, you might be like, oh, it's, it's, it's a little advanced. But but that's my baby right there. Yeah. That's my baby. But uh, the King James, I feel like that that's that's one of my go tos. But I feel like if it's a little difficult for me, it's gonna make me dig. You know what I mean? If I, I what did that mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me open blue letter box. Blue letter box. Let me open like, blue letter box. Brother in law. I was like, take this quick and explain. Yeah, it's telling <laughs> everything. Yeah. Yeah. The Hebrew root. <laughs> If it's in Greek or whatever, man, I, I love it. But um, chill. So to round this out, put a bow on it real quick. Yeah. What would you like to see our generation do to ensure that God has moved forward? Or shared with the next generation. Put, apply the real definition and the true concept of discipleship. Mm. That's it. We can't worry about people who came before us, mm-hmm. but for those coming behind us, truly discipled it. Mm-hmm. Truly spend time to get to know people on a human level, mm-hmm. not just in the institutions, right? But on a human level, get to know people, sp- put forth that effort to to do that, to not judge people. Remember where you came from, right? I think that's the important part. Is just discipleship. You know, I encourage more home churches. Mm-hmm. You know, like do it at home, right? You know what I'm saying? Get it, get an understanding where you know it's not a, about about me. This this whole um, come see me come listen to me sing or talk or come watch my stuff and all this other stuff like collectively come together and understand discipleship so we can really really gain like true territory mm. you know and, and if we're really trying to win the loss and not impress those who are already saved then that's what we'll do you right know, we'll, we'll we'll spend that time getting to know people we'll spend that time getting to, to build relationships mm. so that if somebody in a not so safe place, they comfortable calling and cussing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, this job. Beep, beep, beep. Well, I'm glad you said that to me. Yeah, and, and not in there. Still got that job. You still got that job. So now let's talk about how we gonna handle right. that. And how to deal with those emotions and those feelings. Right. You know. So yeah, man. That's that's what I want to see. I want to see um, you know, get a, get away from the trauma. Mm. Like you know, 
like address, address your emotional issues. Mm-hmm. So if God places you in a position of leadership, or even if you place yourself in a posi- position of leadership, that that's not bleeding over onto people. Right. And you're not, you know, emotionally pushing people away. I've, I've seen so many people do that. And I've done that myself. Yeah. You know, I've limited people's vision because of my own fears. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've kept people, nah, you don't want to try that, you know, because I was, I wasn't successful in that part. Right. You know, so yeah, just true discipleship, getting to know people and, and be healthy. Right. You know, be emotionally and spiritually healthy. Mm, most definitely. I, I, I love every bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was yeah. Saying, I, was yeah. I ain't gonna top it. Yeah. But um <laughs> and I, but I will add to that mm-hmm. that I'm speaking when uh, when I a lot of times when I have these things, people people sometimes might take offense, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about me. I'm right, talking right. about what I've seen. I'm talking about me being stubborn as a mm-hmm. as a leader in my house. Right, right. I'm right. talking about me being prideful as a leader at work or in these jobs, these companies. Hey. I'm talking about that. So when I right. when I started talking about what what I see, I look at myself first. I'm like, how could I help push it forward? Yeah. And you know, I could spend some time having making some more calls, grabbing lunch with somebody, you know, chipping in on whatever they yeah. trying to do, like really putting forth the effort and, and getting healthy so I can communicate properly. Most definitely, and and I really feel like this since I moved to Clayton about six seven years ago. Where you from? Uh, Sampson County, middle of nowhere. North where Carolina. is that? <laughs> Between you know where Goldsboro is. I know where Goldsboro. Okay, do you know where Fayetteville is? I do. Okay, I'm in between that. There's nothing there. Oh really? Just, I got a rental property in Spring hauls. Lake. Just hold. Yeah, I got I got a rental property <laughs> in Spring Lake, and there's nothing there either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, my wife was like, "I ain't moving out there." <laughs> She's like, "You better rent that house out." I'm not moving out there. I was like, oh, "Okay." Property it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, it's like uh, whenever I moved here, uh, me and my boys we were doing Bible studies and all that at the house. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were doing real good, but whenever I moved, it kind of took that from mm-hmm. the area. Yeah. And I got into, you know, churches and so forth. Yeah. And really, what I had my biggest gains have been from older co workers hmm. having conversations and getting to know each other. One of my closest friends to this day, he, he don't even work with me no more. But uh, this guy, you gonna meet him, man, Big Fred. Fred, Big Fred. Big Fred, that's my boy. Man, we will have some of the dopest, deepest conversation about mm-hmm. scripture. And and one thing about my boy Fred, just uh, your shout out, dog. Um, <laughs> my boy, he loves to articulate things from scripture using nature, and it is just like, yeah. and he ain't like the most eloquent speaker or that yeah but he simplifies things so well yeah did you be like i never thought about it like never that. thought about it. and never that's exactly what it is yes. <laughs> yes. and that's exactly yeah. what jesus did Period. the parables parables yeah. he, he simply took information he made it digestible so that people could understand yeah. what he was talking about yeah and they made themselves better yeah they walked they did. They prepared. They they grew businesses. They grew enterprise. You know, I'm speaking about y'all today. Okay. <laughs> they they did great things because they got the information, they digested, and then they did something. Yeah. I feel like that's what we yeah. gotta do. As yeah. individuals, as leaders, yeah. and for the next generation, we gotta teach them to do the exact for same sure. thing. For sure. Yeah, that that's how I determine who I'm gonna listen to. Mm. Like music wise, podcasts, everything. I'd be like, what? Some stuff just go mad, and then sometimes I'm just not in the mood for like the the, the stuff I can't. Sometimes I'm like willing to listen to it and dive into it. Mm. But I think that's when you when I talk to to my kids, and teenagers, and when we talk to people in youth ministry and stuff. The right. reason that like a lot of us can reach them is because we give it to them on a level that they can take it and apply it. Mm-hmm. So you can know everything or know, I think, you know, but if you can't, like you said, digest it, it's not broken down. Right. If it's, it's not simplified. Right. I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I know. Like, this is exactly what we was talking about when we read so-and-so and so you're like, that is not what that scripture said. We <laughs> I ain't get none of that, bro. I ain't get none of that. I ain't get none of that. So yeah, sure. Getting down to the gritty, 
sharing, being relatable, yep. giving love, yep. and and stop acting like you got it all figured out. Oh, no, it's no, like. okay. As you said earlier, it's okay to say, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But give me a couple days, a couple I'll figure days. it out. I, got, come I, I come back with clue. something for or you. Or I know somebody, I find somebody I, that do. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Versus me giving this information. Like, and, uh, you, know. you know, what it really says is uh, you shouldn't do this or that. Like, what? Okay. And now this person went down the wrong path. Yep. Or they did something stupid. Yep. And now they... That blood on your hands, literally. Literally. Literally, literally, literally man. But, uh, man, I really appreciate you, Doc. For sure. Uh, coming out. Uh, we, I think we, we we ran through a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spiritual foundation, uh, fulfillment, and we were jumping in fulfillment first, I do believe. <laughs> but uh, and, and sharing your backstory, man, it takes um, an individual that actually been through something, yeah, and has gone through it, grown through it, yep, and isn't so prideful in themselves to not share, yep, because a lot of folks want to stay perfect yeah fake perfect yeah but they want a, a, a piece to that idea of perfection mm-hmm. and i appreciate you dog and uh prayfully we can do this again and yeah, for sure. you know we, we can talk about some other stuff or get deeper or, or, or you know go down a rabbit hole together you know, we got to tie a rope at the top so we know which way to come back. Or, buy, or we could, we could, we definitely could buy a thirty million dollar crack pipe. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly where we're going next. Y'all might have to catch me on my my other podcast, uh, like my way. Uh, but we have a link in the description to that crack pipe conversation as well. Till next time, we love you. We appreciate you guys. And this was cutting through the noise, growing through conversation. I'm Calvin. And this was Jamar Allen. Catch us online. Chill.